Blog Talk Radio. your host, Davida Shinsky. You're listening to Live Without Limits, and we're coming to you from the Blog Talk Radio Network. Today, we're going to talk about the five things that you need to know before planning your social media strategy. For one thing, social media happens to be a digital marketing tool, just like Podcasting is a digital marketing tool. Before you carry out your social media strategy, do some research and create a plan. As a small business owner, you likely know that establishing a solid business plan can help you reach goals and grow your business. While planning strategies, do you take a shot in the dark and hope for the best? Of course, you don't. You take time to research, plan, and execute your ideas. Shouldn't you be doing the same with your business's social media? Before you can implement a social media strategy, you must do your homework. This is where I think a lot of people who have small businesses fail because they really don't understand exactly how to use social media effectively. For instance, social media, it's Facebook. At one time, it was MySpace. It's become Snapchat. It's become Instagram. Almost any platform where you're interacting with people is considered social media. And just like anything else, you need to know who your niche market is, and who your target market is. Because if you do it correctly, there's no reason why you can't build up a following on social media and get organic marketing. What is a social media strategy? A social media strategy is a summary of what you plan to do and achieve on your business's social media accounts. Your strategy outlines how your business will use social media to use and reach your marketing goals. Your competition and customers likely use social media, even if you don't. If you're not a part of the discussions online, a huge chunk of your business could be lost to other businesses who are. You can use a social media strategy to build and manage your brand, reputation, scope out the competition, and communicate with your customers. And I don't know about you, but that sounds like a ton of advantages that I wouldn't like to miss out on. For instance, recently I took two boot camps, 
one on organic marketing on Facebook, and just recently one on organic marketing on YouTube. And it's very much a strategy. And unless you understand that strategy and how to build your business, then you're most likely not going to succeed. So the best thing you can do when it comes to social media is actually learning how to market online effectively and creating videos. If you don't know how to create videos, if you're not using replays of people that have products and services that are similar to yours and putting them on your YouTube channel, then guess what? You're missing out on so much in interconnected ways of building and marketing your business. You may also like, and the things to know before planning your social media strategy, for instance, before you can implement your social media strategy, set aside time to plan your social media takeover. And there are five things that you need to know before planning your strategy. For one thing, who is your audience? For instance, your audience is your niche. Depending on what your market is, what industry you're in, when you create your marketing plan, understand exactly who you're playing to. Now, I'm going to use an example of someone who's an actor that's also an entrepreneur. And he is very much into health and wellness. And before he actually started his own company, what he did was he went with some network marketing companies where he learned the strategies that they use. And what he was actually doing was using those products to market to his niche. And his niche was actually his followers from the soap opera that he's on. And he learned how to use certain platforms where he was running webinars and interacting with his followers who were actually using the products that he was promoting and interacting with them and getting to know them so that at, when he actually started his own business, his own company, then they just would naturally follow him into buying his products. So he understood who his audience is. Before you can begin to plan your social media strategy, you need to know who your audience is. Otherwise, you can waste time targeting the wrong individuals on social media. You can get a good idea of who you want to target by looking at your current customers. Consider factors like age, where they live, income level, and their occupations. Also, look at their buying behaviors and personalities to better understand why they purchase from your business. 
Be active on the same social media networks as your target audience, adding content to channels where your audience is non-existent is as effective as watching paint dry, which means that if you don't know exactly where your audience hangs out, then it's common for you to lose out on exactly who you're reaching. Once you have a good grasp of who your audience is, begin looking into their social media habits. Which platforms do they use most? What kind of content do they interact with? When you understand the content that they want to see and you actually put it out there and get them to respond and interact with you, then you're building a relationship with your audience. And building that relationship is the best way to get people to move from becoming your prospects to actually becoming your customers. And once you really develop that relationship with them, then they become your repeat customers. And here's another thing. They can also bring you referrals. That's why no matter what business you have online, you should always have an affiliate program where your current customers can earn money by actually referring business to you. What kinds of channels will you use? Determine which channels your audience uses and find out which work best for the small business. So how do you choose social media sites for your small business? Some platforms your business might use for social media include Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. And another one to think about is YouTube. First and foremost, you must learn which platforms your target audience and customers are on. Then begin researching and testing different channels. Start by posting on a couple of platforms to feel how they work. If a channel doesn't seem to mesh well with your business, move on to the one that has potential to. Don't feel like you need to settle for a channel. It takes time to find platforms that are the right fit for you. Think about ease of use when looking into different channels. Are the platforms easy to get a hang of? How much time does it take to use the channel? Do you need to spend extra time learning how to use the channel? Consider tracking which channels you use and the pros and cons of each. Take notes of what you like most about each channel. Doing this can help narrow down the channels that your business uses. Also, be sure that you track metrics like engagements, followers, and comments. Why is it important to follow what other people are saying? Because when you get engagements, 
then you are getting someone to interact with you, to build that relationship with you. They can become your followers. And then once they see what you have to offer on a video platform like YouTube and they follow you, then they will keep coming back as they need to. And they will get other people to watch your videos and to become followers of you. And always remember, in your videos, you want to tell someone to subscribe to your channel so that they know whenever you put out new content that they will become your followers also. Consider tracking which channels you use and keep the pros and cons of each. Take notes of what you like most about each channel. Doing this can help narrow down the channels that your business uses. Also, be sure that you track metrics like engagements, followers, and comments. At my accounting and payroll software company, Patrick Software, it took plenty of trial and error before I found which channels were best for my business's social media content. Along the way, I discovered that not all channels are built for every business. A platform that works well for one company might not be beneficial for another. And that's a real biggie, that what works for one company may not work for another company simply because of the industry you're in and the niche that you want to reach. For instance, let me tell you a little story that I'm on or take part in Peers on Demand, and it's actually a, a conference call that we meet weekly, and different speakers come on, and recently they had someone that was creating an app that what he wanted to do was make that app a subscription where the companies that would provide the services would be on the app and the end user would go on that app to purchase their products and then get the products delivered to them. Well, he knew which areas had a saturation of people that he wanted to reach, but he never really niched it down to the actual number within that group that were his true target audience. And if you don't know that and you think that just because you're in a certain industry that everyone who has a smartphone will use your product, then you need to think again. Because, for instance, his real target market may have been someone who is homebound, but that person is much older and they don't use a smartphone with apps. Or his target market could have been the, the person who works for a corporation or a small business that 
doesn't want to take an hour or two out of his day to go to the store, but would rather go online and order and have the product delivered. But he also needs to think about that you may have people that do their shopping themselves because they like to pick out and look at it before they actually take it home. And if that's what's going to happen, then your market, your target market may not be what you actually think it is. So you need to make sure that you know exactly who your target market is whenever you do anything. Because you can fall in love with your idea and you can put a lot of money into developing it, but when you actually get it on the market, it can sit on the shelf and then you have to turn around and reduce your price because people are not purchasing it. So you need to know and you need to do your due diligence and your research before you actually put it all into effect. What type of content will you post? According to one source, tweets with images receive 18% more clicks than tweets without them. And 98% of posts with images on LinkedIn receive more comments. Do you see a pattern emergency here? I do. People love pictures on social media. Typically, the type of content that you post affects how much engagement you receive. Would you want to read a paragraph of boring text or would you prefer to see a relevant photo included with a short phrase? I don't know about you, but I choose the latter. When it comes to social media content, sometimes it's better to keep things short and sweet, condense your posts, and allow individuals to read your content more quickly. To engage customers through social media, consider also, sprucing up your content, include things like catchy text, images, and videos to attract your target audience. And be sure to incorporate your business's colors and logo to showcase your brand. That in essence, what you're doing here is you're branding yourself. And what that means by branding is simple that your brand is something that everyone associates with you, whether it's a picture, a logo, something that when they see it, they automatically think about your company. For years, what did you think about when you thought of Shoney's? You saw that you thought of the big boy holding the hamburger in his hand. When you think of McDonald's, you always thought of the yellow arches. So always remember, what you're looking at is that how are you going to brand yourself and how are you going to know exactly what your target audience is. For instance, I'm actually on Quora. And I deal a lot with digital marketing, and whenever I see questions on digital marketing, 
I make sure to answer them. And when I answer them, I always put in a link to the company that I'm involved with that offers digital marketing because digital marketing is really in its infancy right now. So that therefore what's happening is that until people really understand exactly how to use digital marketing, then if you know that answer, then you become known as the authority in the subject and people will look to you and they will be willing to go to your website when you post it. What works for your competition? You and your competition are likely chasing after the same audience because you're trying to attract the same people. You need to see what kind of content works for your competitors. Analyze your competition to determine which strategies work best for them. Make a list of your top five competitors and review their social media accounts. Look for things like the number of followers on each channel, as well as how many likes, comments, and shares each post get. Determine which types of content lead to more social engagement. For example, a video may get more likes and comments than posting a photo or a text. Compare engagements between posts to see what stands out and receives the most interaction. Tracking this type of information can help you determine social media networks that your audience is most active on, and it can help you to see which platform and types of content might not work for your business. The idea here is to learn from your competitors. What works for them? What doesn't work for them? What kind of videos are they putting up that attracts people to watch them and want to learn from them? Recently, I happen to have the Samsung Galaxy Note. And I've noticed that it's just, it's not that my contract ran out on the one that I have, but I'm starting to notice that the battery power is going down much faster because I do everything on my, my phone, whether it comes to the apps, whether it comes to being on the phone for business. And every two years, what happens is I tend to upgrade my phone. So that recently, in upgrading my phone, I know that I also need to get the accessories because the phone is still on pre-order. Then I have to figure out where I'm going to get the accessories from so that when the phone comes in, I have them to use. Simple reason. I drop my phone more times than not. Therefore, I have to protect it to make sure it doesn't get damaged, especially since it's putting a lot of money into the product. 
Therefore, it's not just getting the insurance on it, but it's also the protection on it to make sure that if anything happens to the phone, I get a replacement. How much manpower do you need? After determining your audience, the types of channels you plan to use, and your content, you need to determine how many people you need to crank out the content. Before you plan your strategy, figure out how much manpower you need. How much time will it take to create and post content? How many employees do you need to create content? Do you need one person or a whole team of people? If you're appreciative about the whole social media thing, consider starting small. Dedicate one or two employees to handle your business's social media strategy. As you grow, you can add more employees to the team. And here's another thing. If you're an individual with a solo employee, which is yourself, then look for people who specialize in the industry and outsource your work to them. Because, and this way you can get them to dedicate 10 hours a week to helping you build your business and helping you put yourself in an industry where you have the opportunity to grow. Social media is a part of digital marketing, and digital marketing happens to be a growing industry, and it's something that is not ever going to go away. It will only get bigger. For instance, corporations, they also have to have an online presence. So even if you have a brick-and-mortar store and you're a mom-and-pop store who just serves the neighborhood, you still need a website today. And what I mean is, what I'm saying that is a chiropractor or a doctor that specializes in a certain industry. Why? Because people are going to do the research on the doctor that they're going to go to before they actually get there. And what are they going to do? They're going to want to go on your website. They're going to want to know your knowledge and your expertise. And you can show them this by putting content up there or educating them. And one of the things that I noticed that certain doctors have done in, in the Currently, is especially for new patients, they will have a monthly meeting, and if not a monthly meeting, at least a new patient luncheon where they will have their staff go to, to the luncheon and talk to the patients and get them to know what the doctor's like, how long he's been in business, who he served, and what his rate of retention is when it comes to 
his current staff and how he treats his patients. I know someone that her biggest thing when she deals with a new doctor is she wants to know what school he's gone to because she, if he goes to one of the top schools that she knows about, then for her, that is a, 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 a red flag going off that's saying, yay, I need him. And not only that, she likes to know what hospital he's connected to because if he's connected to some of the best hospitals, then she knows she's going to get the best treatment possible. So therefore, you need to plan your social media strategy around helping people understand who you are and not only who you are, but what is your expertise, what is your your understanding of their pain points and how successful have you been by including testimonials on everything that you offer. And remember this, go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for both individual or group coaching, or you can take any of my e-learning courses, and we can work with you and show you how to improve your reach in attaining who you serve in the future.